What's up, pro wrestling fans? Welcome to another week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury. With me at the table, Adam Tollefson. Well, my tribal chief, I'm going to give this to L.A. Knight because it's the closest L.A. Knight or the Green Bay Packers are ever mm-hmm. going to come to being champions. <laughs> Title Town, bitch. Heard of it? Mm-hmm. It's named after us. Yeah. It's the Lombardi Trophy. That dastardly Paul Heyman. <laughs> Did you see that? No. They had one of those... Uh, I always like it the custom uh, Green Bay. Belts. Oh yeah, and he's like just hanging just onto it in the room, and plugging uh, that those around the shop. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Roman's like, "What's that?" And then he—that's what Heyman uh, said. That's funny. It was good. Yeah, I haven't watched much WWE, and it's—I mean, I'm not one of these. Seems to be—I don't even know if it's real, but it seems to be there's this war going on between AEW fans and WWE fans, and I don't like—I don't personally see it, but. It seems to be a narrative that's out there. I think it's Russian bots. This is how they yeah. take, this is how they take America down. We got to stand strong. We got to unite, fans. everybody. Right. Unite. <laughs> I mean, the forbidden door has been open. Let's yeah. just <laughs> be cool. Just be cool. <laughs> Tell that bitch to be cool. <laughs> be cool, honey bunny. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't watched much WWE lately, mainly because AEW has just been putting out so much stuff, and I only have so many hours in the day. Mm-hmm. I told you before, World Series is going on right now. Monday Night Football is going on. There's good stuff. There's to a watch. lot of stuff going on, and I honestly didn't realize that SmackDown was it SmackDown or Raw? SmackDown was even in uh, Milwaukee. I didn't either until the opening of the show. I'm couple like, All people, right. actually, like an hour before, I st- I got a couple text messages. They're like, "Hey, are you at?" Are you at SmackDown? Or yeah. like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Why would I be? Oh, it's in your backyard almost. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it's an hour away, whatever. Yeah. Still never um, been to that stadium either. No, I haven't either. We'll get there. We'll get there. I think I think they just announced another SmackDown show for March. They did. Is that at the same spot? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe we'll go to that. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be a blast. Well, as we sit down, our show, once again, brought to you by our friends over there at Freak Toys. Check them out online at freaktoys.com. Use that code DORKSIDE. That's going to save you 15% off your purchase. Or go check them out at the Brick and Mortar store in Sheboygan. And uh, while you're there, tell Mel and the crew that the DORKSIDE boys sent you. We'd appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Well... It is, we're out of October, Adam. We are into November, November 1st, 2023, and... On this day in pro wrestling history... 1949, NWA World Heavyweight Champion Orville Brown is injured in an automobile accident, forcing him to retire. He is stripped of the title, and it's awarded to NWA Association champion Luthez, mm. who he was supposed to wrestle in a match that later that month, so they just gave it to him. 1985, WWF mid-carder, quick draw, Rick McGraw passes away from a presumed heart attack at the age of 30. Damn. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, pardon me, coughs back. Um, sexy voice is also bad. <laughs> um, the listeners requested and, and it's bad. <laughs> yeah. I stood out in the, it snowed here for, uh, for trick or treating last night. What are you supposed to do? Sure did. Um, quick draw Rick McGraw. If you look at him, you'd be like, oh, I 
do vaguely remember that dude because he would get wins over jobbers, mm-hmm. but he would lose to any other name. So he's okay. like, I don't know if you call that lower mid card or what you call that. Right. Um, but anyways, the only reason I really put this in there is because just out of pure irony, he had a match with Rowdy Roddy Piper that aired the day before he passed in which the match ended by referee stoppage after two DDTs. So which that has some fans thinking that Roddy Piper killed Rick McGraw Whoa. as a result of this match. But in reality, it was taped like a month before and he'd had matches since Sense. and all that stuff. <laughs> um, most people think it was, you know, he was an avid steroid user and. That's kind of how you die at 30 from a heart attack, right? That's probably what happened. Yeah. 1990 at Budokan Hall in Tokyo, Japan, Jushin Liger defeats Pegasus Kid, old Benoit in a hood, Mm -hmm. to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title for the third time. I think he would hold it maybe 11 times or something like that. Damn. 1997. Following the spiral of events that led to his WWF departure, Bret Hitman Hart officially signs his WCW contract. The contract worth $2.5 million a year, supposed to be kept confidential until after the Survivor Series on November 9th. Uh, we all know that that didn't really happen because there were fans in the, in the audience with like a Why Brat signs and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, although the internet wrestling community is small at that time, it does exist and those hardcores do come to the, you know, the stadium. So true. Um, the $2.5 million was about a, a full million more a year than he was making in the WWF okay. with a lighter schedule and reasonable creative control. So Hogan. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I bet that Wait. reasonable is yeah. probably not even in there for the Hulkster brother. <laughs> and you could add a couple more to that million, I bet, too. <clears throat> I just meant you have to talk to Hogan. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you got to talk to Go run it by Hulk. Also very unreasonable, I'm guessing. How many times do you think Bischoff said that? Go run it by Hulk. Oh, my gosh. Uh, a million. Yeah. About the million uh, over that, you know, Brett was getting paid. That's right. This is fun. <laughs> 1998, WWE taped the debut of Super Astros, which was their Lucha Libre-focused show made for the Hispanic market. Hmm. Um, in the main event, El Hijo de los Santo defeated Super Loco, which I'm not sure if that is super crazy in the States, but I have no idea. Possibly. What year is that? N- this is 1998. Wow, never heard of this. Me neither. Um, it only runs until, I think, September of 1999, 28 mm-hmm. episodes. Okay. So not around long. And it was only available in Spanish markets, which is why you didn't hear about it. Gotcha. But it is kind of funny that they wouldn't at least, you know, put an ad up on yeah. one of their other shows. Right. Cross-promote <laughs> cross promote for yeah. crime any sake. Yeah. 2003, Jay and Mark Briscoe defeated Special K, uh, Izzy and Dixie. Apparently there maybe is more members of Special K. I'm okay. not sure. In Elizabeth, New Jersey to win the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. That's their first title. And they're going to lose them in the ROH Chicago Market debut to the Second City Saints. Mm. CM Punk and Cole Cabana. When in Rome. Right. 2005, WWE presented the second and final Taboo Tuesday from the iPay One Center in San Diego, California. Rick Flair defeated Triple H in a steel cage match. Uh, steel cage match got 83% of the vote. Remember I told you they, they don't rig these things, but they skew these things? Yeah, they, they try to sway them they, you know, the best they can. There are other two um, options. Okay. Submission match. Boring. 
and quote regular match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I call that swaying. Who's gonna vote for? I just want to see him. You Let's know, just have a good old fashioned wrestling match. <laughs> Not submission. Pins count. Hear me out, boss. <laughs> yeah, that is the most swayed. I, I'm actually shocked that 17 percent of the people didn't vote for the cage. That's more right. shocking to me. Yeah. So uh, Flair de- de- retains. The Intercontinental title on that show. John Cena retained the WWE title in a triple threat over Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels, who is inserted by winning the fan vote. Okay, that's fun. The losers of the fan vote, Big Show and Kane, were forced to team up, strange mm-hmm. bedfellow style, mm-hmm. and they're going to defeat Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch to win the tag titles. Damn. Wait, what year is this? This is uh, 2005. Yep. I think I saw some of this, like the leading up to it. I like it though because it's like, oh, you guys lost the vote, but you, you now you have to tag together. Together, but it's against the champs. Yeah, and you're gonna go over. Yeah, you're gonna win. It's kind of it's cool. gonna make make for a fun story. Oh, this one's this one's wild. 2006 WWE releases Dianico Torres, probably butchered that. Uh, better known to fans as Psychosis. There we go. Uh, he w- he was let go after an incident in Baja, California, in which he stole a car at gunpoint, <laughs> led authorities on a chase where he hit several cars, including one that had a pregnant woman inside. Jesus. She was not severely injured. Um, once taken into custody, the water gun or the gun in question was a water gun. Mm. But still. That's an incident. That's still an incident. What was up with him? Did he have psychosis or something? I don't know. Folks. Boom. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> I'm just going to shut this thing down. Yeah. Now. Sorry for the quick episode, everybody. <laughs> 2007, WWE announced that starting today, God damn it, wellness policy test failures will be made public. Uh, didn't take long for us to hear about one. The following morning. The following morning. The following morning. <laughs> Chris Masters. What? The master was lock. suspended for 60 days. So, You're meaning to tell me that that guy is all natural. <laughs> like, holy He's a big boy. Sh- My God. Um, where are we at? Oh, 2008. Pro Wrestling Gorilla ran their Battle of Los Angeles 2008 night one from Burbank, California. Yeah. In front of only 400 fans. This is before they moved to Reseda. Okay. Uh, this is the fourth annual tournament. Included, keep in mind, this is in front of 400 folks. Yes. For a two night spectacle. I right? love this shit. I do too. When you look back and you're like, oh, wow, you know, 15 years ago, whatever. This is why you go to <clears throat> Indies right now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, okay. Because you never know. Yeah. Kevin Steen was in Milwaukee at a, at a Masonic Center or, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, Turner Hall or like, a, you know. Yeah. Like CM Punk and Cole Cabana had battles at that, t- at that Turner Hall ballroom. Right. Like, Elks Lodge. Too, yeah. You know? yeah. Okay. Fourth annual tournament included TJ Perkins, Chucky e. T, Nigel McGinnis, Austin Aries, Loki, Roderick Strong, Brian Danielson, Davey Richards, El Generico, Nick Jackson, Chris Hero, Necro Butcher, and Kenny Omega in his PWG debut. Love it. In which he lost to a guy I didn't even have on this list because I didn't recognize the name. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Right? 2016, TNA Impact Wrestling taped their unique total nonstop deletion event at the Hardy Compound in Cameron, North Carolina. Yes. <clears throat> During the event, Matt Hardy's eldest son, King Maxwell, beat Rockstar Spud in a 47-second notice qualification match. 
And the Hardy Boys won a tag team apocalyptico match. Thank you. uh, For the TNA World Tag Team titles. I remember. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I think, did we watch that? I think we went to Don's. I think we did. It was fun. Birthdays. All right. How many this week? We have one, two, three, four. All right. We have one no longer with us, and I will count. um, It's weird. We'll get to it. All right. I'm ready. All right, the guy that's on possibly the hottest streak he could possibly be on right now, going over to Ridi, Ridea, Saudi Arabia, okay. to take that title off of Roman Reigns. Oh boy, we are talking about L.A. Knight. Yeah, yeah. forty-one on the nose. Bam. Yeah. All right. Next up, Daddy Ass Billy Gunn. Fifty-five. Sixty. The Good big six-oh. Billy. For, for Monty Sop or Kip Sop or Kip, whatever. Yeah, Kip Sop. <laughs> That's so sad. All right. This is... Uh, it's totally Sop. All right. This is like a twofer. Okay. All right. Tyler Rex. Tyler Rex. He was in... Uh, he would, he would. I think he had a tag run with uh, Kurt Hawkins. He... Okay. Just a massive dude with dreads and everything. Dreads, huh? Yeah, I don't know if you saw him. Name sounds familiar. I will say he is 41. 45. Okay. However, he is now Gabby Tuft, a uh, TikTok model. Oh, all right. Also 45 years old, Gabby. Swerve. I was going to (laughs) say that's the same age, or or do you get like. There's been a full transformation. Yeah. So it's like a twofer. Right, but you don't start. Tyler Rex is dead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, what I'm saying is you don't start your birthday. Like, yeah, yeah, I couldn't be like I'm Gabby Tuff is six years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> that's how it works. I'm learning. She said she was 45. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jail, sir. <laughs> and also. Sadly, Bobby Heenan passed ah. away on this day in 2017 at the age of 72 a weasel. from throat cancer that came back. And obviously, we thank him for his contribu- contributions to this great sport of professional wrestling. I don't know where everything would be without Bobby Heenan, to be honest with you. He definitely was one of the, the big ones, you know? One of the goats. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. November 1st, 1999, we're at the MCI Center in Washington, D.C. We're going to start the show with a video package in which The Rock gets tossed into a trunk and kidnapped by the road dog. Yeah, by the road dog. Uh, He must have gotten out because in the arena, The Rock is the first one out of the curtain. He's there to cut a promo for his big triple threat match in two weeks at Survivor Series. From there, he turns his attention to another jabroni. The road dog, who's been a blemish on the people's buttocks as of late. Rock's words, not mine. Uh, Rock calls Jesse James to the ring. We're all set for match number one. Rock versus road dog. They start out hot, man, battling on the ramp and into the ring. They go back up the ramp, and you saw this coming a mile away, but the Rock is mugged by the rest of uh, DX. Yeah, road dog goes to the curtain, and all of a sudden... uh... It's a four-on-one attack. Yes, it was. It was a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Uh, The match gets thrown out as tons of officials try to break it up. It wasn't until Vince McMahon himself comes out 
with Sergeant Slaughter is that things start to Ooh, dissipate. He's pissed too, just yelling, <laughs> yelling at everybody. What the hell? Yeah, they can't do it. Yeah. From there, we go backstage where Vince is in the DX locker room. He's saying that this is not going to be a night where DX runs rampant. He sets up a couple matches for later in the show. We see footage from SmackDown. Yeah, big show. Got some revenge on the old boss man and Albert. Just demolishing cars. Just, uh, you know, stomping on the hood of a car, stomping on the roof of a car, you know, throwing a dumpster off of a ledge onto a car that <laughs> contained two individuals. With, yeah, with them in it. <laughs> Big Show tells Michael Cole that he has no idea that, uh, even Big Show himself has no idea what he's capable of, but he liked how it felt when I pushed that dumpster on those guys. Like, <laughs> he loved it. It's turning evil. He is. Boss Man then tosses a canister of tear gas into the room. Oh, I did not make this up. No. You did was, not see that coming. And I didn't. And I loved it. And they had the gas masks on. They would yeah. go out there and beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> It's like some modern warfare shit. Michael Cole, who, by Call the way, duty. by the way, was a war reporter for a while. Oh, that's right. Wasn't he like... He was like over in Iraq yeah, and stuff covering the, the, first the Gulf, Gulf War. Or something. Yeah. Jeez, that's crazy. I um, forgot about that. He must have had flashbacks. That fucking tink, tink, tink. And then that <laughs> the smoke starts coming out. He hits the deck. He somehow gets out. Yeah. And then, yeah, the cameras go to the big show. Or, yeah, big boss man and Albert throwing the gas masks on. <laughs> and they go there. And like you said, just start kicking. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> the boss man is his like dastardly run here is. It's so good. It's second to none. Like nobody's been a bigger piece of shit that i can think of right now yeah for sure so awesome um so <laughs> after the break we see the emts trying to help him but he is fucked man like eyes are rolling in the back of his head he's playing this really well <laughs> also they keep tra tra traipsing out this same three emts mm. and i would never notice but one of them's kind of a hot blonde chick okay and that's why I'm like, why is she at every raw or whatever? She's like, oh, she's just on the payroll. She's EMT three or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like some indie person that we, that would later go on to be <clears throat> whatever. I can't stop looking at the blonde gal. I don't know. <laughs> Match two, Edge and Christian and the Hardys versus Too Cool and the Hollies. Um, I really love the banter back and forth with the, <laughs> just with JR and the King and stuff. Again, we talked about it last week, but his talking about Brian Christopher and, you know, how, how was young Brian to raise? And I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> so like funny. Uh, he's like, uh, yeah, what was Brian Christopher like as a child? And then I love how, like, Lawler got sick of, got sick of it, so he, like, Battled back with a JR trope. He's like, Well, which one of these guys is a better football player, JR? Crash yes. or Bob? Yeah. <laughs> I know you know what they did when they went to college. That's so funny. Who'd they play for? Jim. <laughs> At one point, Terry Runnels is there and she's, and Lawler's like, Did you see Terry Runnels' navel? It was pierced. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. Edge wins it for their team with a spear. Lots of crazy moves in this match for the time. Yeah, like there's a nice dive by uh, Jeff over the top row. Yes. Um, Did the landing didn't look great. No, it didn't. Yeah. And they, they will continue to not look great for many, many years sometimes with, with Jeff. <laughs> yeah, but one thing about Jeff, he's still going to do it. Yep. Fuck <clears throat> it. Backstage, X-Pac's talking to Michael Cole. Tori interrupts. He's mad, or She's mad that Pac has ditched Kane for his DX brethren. He says she must have had the hots for Kane, which is too bad because uh, Kane's dick's burned, according to X-Pac. That's what he said, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean, the uh, she's like, uh, <clears throat> his face wasn't the only thing that got burned and then did the little crotch chop. Yeah. 
real subtle there. And then he goes, oh, you want to do something? I dare you to hit me. <laughs> I'm like, good God, Pac. To her? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, at the end of it. Um, yeah, that's really weird. We also see Mick Foley signing some copies of his book for the boys with Al Snow. Yeah. Al's reading, like thumbing through, reading the reading parts of it. All the excerpts that are about, about how, bad, how terrible he is yes, and stuff. That's it's pretty funny. funny. Speaking of Al Snow, Bossman and Prince Albert are out next. They call Al Snow to the ring. They're very pissed that he set them up on SmackDown. Apparently, he led them to that car and that led to the ambush by Big Show. Gotcha. <clears throat> Al comes out to accept the challenge for a hardcore match, but he is not alone. Match number three: Bossman and Albert versus Al and Mankind. And the match is going great for Al Snow and Mankind. However, we see backstage Val Venus is in the locker room collecting the copies of Mick's book. Yeah. Toss them into a little burn barrel. And uh, he has a ton of weapons in this match. Uh, a pipe, some powder, yeah. a bowling ball. Um, also, possibly the first door. They didn't have a table in the ring. They had a door. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, the That's finish funny. comes when uh, one of them gets speared through a fucking door. Yeah, actually, even I put table. It was a good door. eye. It was good awesome. eye. I was like, possibly the first door. That could be. I don't know. They did it first. <laughs> Simpsons did it first. <laughs> um, so uh, Al and Mankind, they pick up the win on here, but we see on the Tron that Val has moved the trash can to the parking lot. He's set to have a good old-fashioned book burning in the parking lot. It's warm in his hands. I love how Mankind runs up the ramp with a fire extinguisher in tow. Yeah, he's got to save... It's going to save his product. I like how those King, that's his life's work. And it's like, there's a million copies out there. This is like, I mean, granted, this is 30 copies, but still. We know how resourceful uh, Mick Foley can be, though. That's true. Frugal, thrifty. There we go. We're not letting anything go to waste. No. Um, China and Miss Kitty are out next. China's got a little problem with Stevie Richards and more so with Chris Jericho, who I believe she has a match with uh, at Survivor Series coming up in two weeks. Jericho's music hits. I thought we we're going to get a little rebuttal. But it was, Instead, he gets Stevie as Chris Jericho. Yeah, a little cosplay. Stevie's doing a lot of cosplay lately. It's kind of fun. Match four, China versus Stevie Richards. It is fun because you never know like what he's going to show up as. Right, yeah. It could be, uh, well, it's been a lot of characters. <laughs> it's been a lot of stuff. I hope it keeps coming. Planted fan. Yeah. Uh, all kinds it's of been, stuff. It's been a good gimmick. This whole thing will over really quickly. China wins it with a pedigree. Jericho then slides in the ring. He attacks afterwards, putting the Intercontinental Champ in the walls of Jericho. And uh, that that was, you know how you kind of have like the walls of Jericho, which is just the Boston Crab, and then you have like the Lion Tamer where you put the knee in. Mm-hmm. This was more of that, like putting your knee right. on the person's neck, basically. Yeah, wrenching it in there. Then he just chucked the title at her head when he was done, too, yeah. just laying on the ground. <laughs> yeah. It's like, jeez. Damn. From there, we see DX conspiring. And Stone Cold Steve Austin gathering his thoughts in the dressing room. They show footage from SmackDown of Steve hunting Degeneration X, which yeah, I thought was pretty funny. That was a fun. Although uh, I'd love to see, because uh, Road Dog's stuck in a bear trap. Yeah. Like a giant bear trap. The, my favorite was the last one. The Where Billy Gunn's upside down in a rope snare. Oh, was that the last one? Maybe. I liked X-Pox. What was X-Pox? He just like fell through the ceiling. Oh, no, no. It was just it, just ceiling tiles just collapsed on him. Oh, they fell on him? Okay. Yeah. I thought he came down like uh, like Bender and Breakfast Club. Yes. No. It was... Can you describe the ruckus, sir? Like I thought, I thought I'm like... 
Well, what was he doing? <laughs> that makes a lot more sense because so, I'm like, what was he doing up there in the first place? No, he was just like walking around in the back, and then the ceiling tile just like fell on him. Nothing really. I mean, it wouldn't even knock him down. I don't know why. They, oh, that's way less fun. It was. I thought he was hiding from Steve or something. Like, I'm out of here, man. They're they're hunting everybody else in DX. I'm gonna hide up in the roof, and then Steve like set a trap or something. The weak tile. Yeah. It's like I know that son of a bitch is gonna come crawling through here. I'm gonna weaken that. Yeah. Like, it'd be like that one. Yeah. I got a weak tile right there. <laughs> <laughs> you do yeah it's cracked we can get a new one for you well some of those small that's like you got cut those ones down i don't know what happened all right back to the show less about my ceiling tiles <laughs> you keep your side of the street clean adam don't worry about my fucking right. ceiling tiles uh match five stone cold steve austin versus billy gunn before the match austin gets his chance to address the triple threat at survivor series um he doesn't really say a whole lot. Most of the match is them brawling on the outside of the ring. That softened Austin up enough to where the match wasn't as predictable. Because um, Billy got a lot of shit in on the outside. Mm-hmm. I actually liked the match quite a bit. Um, Austin looked to have it won with the stunner. But he had to pull back when the remainder of DX spilled into the ring. Steve grabs a chair. The old equalizer. That's right. Habner rings the bell. Gives the match to Austin by disqualification. But it was it was a fun little spot. Pardon me. Uh, match six. Test with Stephanie McMahon versus Val Venus. Stephanie sits in on commentary. She says that uh, she has her full memory back. She can remember everything. The match here, okay. King trying to talk stuff out of marriage was probably the best part of the match, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> little commentary. Yeah. Uh, she's in love with Andrew, and she wants none of it. Uh, Mankind hits the ring after the bell attacks Val Venus. Uh, Getting him back for them books. Yeah, you can't just burn the guy's life work and not and just think everything's going to be okay. Stephanie gets into the ring. She breaks tradition. She proposes to test. So the wedding is back on. I guess I didn't realize the wedding was like officially off. I thought everything was just like on hiatus. Yeah, I guess just because they missed the original date. Also, we're only watching Raw. True. Probably a lot of shit going Man, on yeah. on the channel. Smackdown. Is he still going? <laughs> oh, you know what? We haven't heard much. At this point, Heat is probably only used as like a greatest or like a showcase type show for three weeks, four weeks, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they'll throw uh, like a pre-show. Yeah, Heat for the pay-per-view. The yep, that makes sense. <clears throat> match seven, Kane versus X-Pac. Before the match, X-Pac tells Kane, that he told that slut Tori the truth about the fire, and that your dick's burned off. He doesn't really say that, but that's pretty much. He says, "If you it. know what I mean." He says it, but he just doesn't say it like that. Right. Uh, Kane drops him with a choke slam, but the rest of DX hit the ring immediately. Mug Kane, pockets a Bronco Buster. Poor Kane. Yeah, the four guys, man, they look so happy to have left Kane laying. After that, we got our first promo for Kurt Angle. Dun, 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 he just sits dun, there and dun. like lists all of his accolades, you know, and NCAA champion this year, this year, this year, 1996 gold medal winner. Might have been the first time he's ever said in in my years, because every time he talks about winning the broken or winning the gold medal, it's always with a broken freaking neck. Yeah. And so I just kept waiting for him to say that afterwards. After he the didn't. Gold. He didn't. No, he's being humble here. Yeah, he's nice, Kurt Angle. He's a white meat baby face, so, is what JR would say. Does he, is he really on the way soon, or is this where he gets cold feet? I think he makes his debut at Survivor Series. 
not a hundred percent sure on that. Exciting. That's fun. Um, but I do, I do think <clears throat> he makes his debut at Survivor. Did he get cold feet at, at ECW? He did he? because they did that um, crucifix. Yeah. Oh wait. But does he come to WWE after that and then get cold feet again? Well, does he get cold feet when they do the crucifixion angle with Austin Undertaker? Does it, do they get a double crucifixion? Does he get turned off by two crucifixion angles? What is going on with wrestling? Every time I go, they just crucify somebody. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just that one place in Philly, but this is a theme. <laughs> Have you heard of Legends of the Fall or whatever that was? The, what's that Ring of Honor shit? Yeah. Legends of the Fall is a movie. I've never seen it. Oh, it's close. It's Age uh, of the Fall. Age of the Fall. There you, there go. you go. Nice work. Because <laughs> that shit is wild as fuck. <laughs> Did you ever see? Uh, I, sorry, before I forget, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I was telling you about an Instagram um, uh, site or user or whatever that just plays like old. Yes, random. I don't remember what it was, but you. Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head either. But like the one today was uh uh Tyler Black versus Marty Janetti 2007. Wow. Like, Look at this. Marty looked pretty Gat. good. Gat. Versus Gat. <laughs> God's amusement toy. <laughs> Sorry. Fantastic. Yeah. No, I think our show could use more sidebars, to be honest there with you. There we go. I take extensive notes, and I like uh, when we go off the path. I think it's better for the listeners, too. Um, so Kurt Angle doing the old white meat baby face thing. Then we see footage of Kane kicking some ass in the DX locker room before Vince and company break it up. Vince says that Triple H is going to be defending his WWF title tonight against Shane McMahon. Oh, yeah. Here comes the money. Match eight, Dudley Boys versus the Headbangers. Funny shenanigans before the match with the microphone. Every time Bubba would put it up to his mouth to cut his promo. Mm-hmm. One of the Headbanger boys had a live mic in the back, and they were like... Doing the stutter thing. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and then they come out with basically Dudley Boy cosplay. Yeah, they've been doing... You know, yeah. St- Stevie kind of bit them. They've been doing that for, for a while. True. Um, I actually thought the match was fine. I felt kind of bad because there was a boring chant that broke out like two minutes into it. Yeah. And I'm like, what? If a decent tag team wrestling match, you guys are going to shit on that because everything else on the show has just been gaga. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a shame. It is. Um, nothing wrong with that match. The Headbangers got the upset win with a DDT. Mean Street Posse attacked the Headbangers after the match. Vince McMahon is out next. He's going to be the guest ring announcer for the main event, which is going to be Triple H versus Shane McMahon for the WWF Championship. And he brings out Austin to sit with JR. Yeah, he's going to be a guest commentator. I like how he brings out Triple H first. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that Triple H has to watch all this other shit come down. Yeah, yeah. Hunter comes on first, and he's like, he's like well, before we go, uh, we're going to have a guest commentator, and Austin's music hits, and he's, like, he's mad, yeah. We need uh, somebody that can keep time. How about, the, yeah, how about the Rock? <laughs> oh, yeah, like Kane, Rock. And then Kane was like an enforcer or whatever. So. Right. He started to enforce the rough outside, and then the timekeeper was Rocky, right? Really, yeah, really just kind of stacks the deck. So, you know, little reminder for everybody, do not cross the boss, because uh, he will make your life hell. Shane is in over his head. Uh, but you know, Dex stacked as much in his favor as he could ask for. I thought maybe he could have, I thought maybe, and he would have banned DX from ringside. I thought that was for sure coming. Yeah, for sure. But then, you know, instead X-Pac comes out and kicks Shane into the crowd. (laughs) Sure. DX got involved quite a bit. Um, eventually Hebner's knocked out. Vince enters the ring with a title belt. He misses Hunter wallops Shane. 
Triple H gives Vince a low blow and a middle finger, tosses him aside, covers Shane McMahon for the win. It was it was fun. Yeah. It was, and then we got extra attitude. Yeah, I watched it. Barely. Attitude. I was like, is it going to... Is this, this going to be the same? It's got to be the same. It was right? the same. I, I thought it was actually set up to be different. Mm-hmm. But... It, it wasn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It ended up with Hunter taking a shitload of stunners again. But there was the <laughs> fake beer dropping. Yes. I don't know if the very first one was fake. I, I'm, no, I think he, I think he was playing it afterwards. Like, throw him in the Yeah, because it was really fake after yeah. that. <laughs> Triple was, H was trying to catch beer. They were tossing him beers, and he was on Dream Street or whatever. So he would flub them all. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was fine. Sign of the times. The MCI Center isn't Y2J compatible. Ooh. Um, asshole, but it was A-S-H-H-H-O-L-E. Very creative. Okay. I liked it. Uh, Poontang Pie a Day keeps the doctor away. <clears throat> I don't know if that's true. Consult your nutritionist. Yeah, we can't confirm or deny that. Nope. Uh, Vince, bring back Savio Vega and Miguel Perez. Yes, that's my next one. <laughs> Funny thing, we talked about that show. Uh-huh. Uh, Astros or whatever, Super yeah, Astros. Yeah. They're on that. Really? Yeah, at this time. So technically, they kind of are, yeah. just in a different market, sir. Yep. Uh, Flex Cavana rules. Ooh, Miss Kitty, I've got milk. <laughs> I smoked a fat Come blunt. Come get it from the tap. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked a fat blunt with X-Pac. <laughs> oh, that's probably true. Yeah, I think this guy's speaking the <clears throat> truth. Um, Let Bubba Ray really cut loose. <laughs> what the hell? Let the man go. He went crazy in ECW. You can and then the see last what he one, can do. <clears throat> it's clearly just a phone number. 201-569-1252. Mm. I looked it up. It's from the Hoboken, New Jersey area. There we go. Thought about calling it live on the air, but then I thought better of it. <laughs> I can just yeah. A lot of time has passed. I don't want to do it. I just don't want to it's do it. It's nine, probably nine <laughs> phone number owners. <laughs> but it would have been funny. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. First thing up, FC Toys, formerly Cella. I think there were something else between FC Toys and mm-hmm. Cella. Um, they have the Sinister Minister James Mitchell up for pre-order. He's going to be joining the bone crushing line, and he's going to run you a very reasonable thirty five bucks. I thought that was very reasonable for these these style of figures that everybody's coming out with. <clears throat> Did you see uh, the clip of the opening of the NWA pay per view with him? No. Oh my god! What? So he has like that. There's like a gimp guy, like that's in that. Have you ever seen the gimp? No. Oh, okay, so I'm out of the loop. Yeah, there's like a gimp. He's got a whole little crew, you know, just your misfits. And I really stuff. didn't even know he was over there. Yeah, and it, maybe it was just for this um, pay per view because it was, I forgot it, the name of it's weird. It doesn't sound like how it's spelled. It's spelled like Sam Hain or something, um, but it means like. What the fuck are they doing over there? It was like a Halloween. It was, it was weird. It was like a Halloween fucking thing or whatever. But um, yeah, they cut over to this big table and uh, there's a white powdery substance and. Really, the one gimp dude is is <clears throat> snorting it off the table, and then uh, they're showing that, and then and then the sinister minister gets some on like his pinky or a spoon or something, and then takes it up his nose, and I'm like, 
wow. And then it cuts back to their commentary team, which is like, um, not Latimer, but uh, uh, he's that Tom Latimer. Yeah, not him though. I don't think who was he used to be a NWA champion, bigger dude. I don't know. Anyway, him and then their little um, skinny announcer dude. Uh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that I forgot the guy's name. Me too. Yeah, they're all like. Whoa, I guess that's how they're partying at blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't, I can't believe they're, I guess. I heard uh, Selena called Mance Warner a goat fucker when I watched MLW last. I was like, wow, we are well, at a different age when it's on YouTube. And it doesn't even matter. You watch TV after 10 o'clock and you can hear anything. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's, it's one of the reasons why WWE went in such a strange direction, you know, about the time we're watching this and stuff. When when you got other companies that are just kicking ass in the ratings and stuff and you can't compete with that to get eyes on your product, you have to do something outlandish or something True. at least something different. Because yeah. if you're not doing anything different, you can't do what the big companies do as good as they do it. Right. So yeah, you've got to call somebody a goat fucker and you gotta snort <laughs> some blow. I mean, where else are we gonna go? Times are hard. If we fucking find James Mitchell behind a school with a needle in his arm <laughs> Then we'll see where we're at, but but yeah, that's I don't know. I thought the figure looked pretty cool. He's in the the red suit and he's got the cane accessory, which is pretty cool. Doing little double <clears throat> horns, and then um, they also announced a Vlad the Superfan retro figure that's going to drop November twenty twenty four. Oh, really? I missed did that. You, did you see the documentary? I did watch it. I did too. Pretty pretty sad. It was sad. I was. It was only like thirty seven minutes. Do yourself a favor and watch it. I didn't. I love how they're like interviewing Bruce Pritchard, and they're like, "He's Russian." And they're like, "No, he's Haitian." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, Vladimir is Haitian or whatever. <laughs> but his story, how uh, they keep several times they show that one picture of him when he's like, uh, I would say, a teenager or a young teenager. Mm-hmm. But he looks like a forty-year-old teenager, like a grown-ass man. Yeah, <laughs> and I was shocked to learn that he was only sixty years old. Yeah, me too. Because brother, he doesn't look good. But but. The last few years have been rough on old Vlad. Has lost his mom to COVID. Yeah. And then the only other thing he like loved was professional wrestling. I also felt bad about the other guy that's constantly with him, but nobody I've never like recognized the, that guy. No, no. I think his name is like Charlie or Chris or something. Yeah, it's something plain. Some innocuous name. Um, but I feel bad because but that props to that guy for being like Vlad's a super fan or whatever, but He's with him at every WrestleMania, he, at every front row ma- at Madison Square Garden show, all this. Right. And you've just never heard of this other guy because he looks like every other New Yorker no, sitting there. Yeah, true. Yeah, it was, I liked it. I didn't, um, I'd seen him, you know, before. And, oh, I seen him all over. Doc was supposed to come out a while ago, too. Yeah, something happened. Um, and I don't know what happened, but, but it got pushed back. Yeah. And I, I remember just, People being excited, or I remember hearing about it, and then people asking about it, and then finally it came out. So I'm like, "Yeah, I'll check it out." And then got it. I, I looked at the time stamp or whatever. And I'm like, "Oh, this fucking thing's got like ten minutes left." Like, yeah, it, it went quick. Yeah, but more of these would be nice. More, yeah, it, it for doesn't sure. have to be a ninety minute like expose on somebody. I, I thought that was really cool. He was, you know, he had tickets to go to the mania that we had tickets to that got canceled. <clears throat> they made sure to invite him personally to the next one, and they gave that. him like a belt. It's in a case kind of yep i don't know it's fucking awesome and i like how the wrestlers are like when they would show backstage footage and they would be like oh we fucking i've been watching you since i was a kid or whatever yeah like yeah you're always there it's like kevin owens like it's a pleasure to meet you sir yeah it was very cool yeah i i dug it i would i would recommend that um 
Hastel Toys, they announced a Wildman Mark Merrill figure that's going to join their Grapplers and Gimmicks line. And I like that. Mark Merrill is a figure that we're kind of missing. True. Um, yeah, in a world where they're putting out all these other ones, why not? Yeah. Uh, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. They have Series 6 of the Bendies up for pre-order starting this Friday. Uh, sets includes Maven, Eddie Guerrero in like 1997 WCW mm-hmm. attire. Looked awesome. Arn Anderson, classic look with the white trunks, the red trim. Oh, I didn't see Arn. And Allie Catch. I did see Allie Catch. So yeah, four, three of the four I wouldn't mind having, to be honest with you. I just don't really want to get into the Bendies. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I could definitely see myself like buying the alley one for an autograph or something. Sure. Yeah, I was never into the Bendies. I saw that WWE now is... Yes, this is my... WWE also released some Bendums, uh, but they look like fucking garbage. (laughs) They look terrible. And they come in like a pack of five, and it looks like something would be on the rack at the dollar store. Like... Yeah. I don't... I got... Did they show... Can you get him the singles too? I saw both. I, I think both. I okay. think I don't know if if like the one and I saw in that five pack is only available in that five pack, but right. I saw single carded ones too. I don't know. I didn't really look too much into it because I'm not, I'm selfish and I'm not going to order any of these. Right? Is that you think that's because the major wrestling figure podcast put? I feel there? like there's got to be at least be something, something, right? Like. We got all these trademarks. Screw you. We'll put out Hogan and Austin and Taker. <laughs> it's so wild to me that that Cardona and Myers, uh, you know, start this podcast and it has created so many things out of it. It's just yeah. bananas. Yeah. I mean, those Very guys cool. pretty much print money, if you ask me. But right. at the same time, they're the nicest guys. Like, they've never been dicks to me every time I've seen them. Yeah. And they're working for it. They're and doing- they are hustling their yeah. Balls off. That's how you dude. do it. I like it. It's way awesome. Uh, Ringside Collectibles, they have WWE Ultimate Series 20 up for pre-order. Uh, this is the set that had the first time ever we were going to get three, remember. And it was Asuka, Roman Reigns, and Bray Wyatt. Mm. Now, because Mattel put this like hold on the Bray Wyatt stuff, right. they have re- uh, replaced that with The Undertaker. And I think it's just a repack of the other Ultimate Undertaker okay. uh, that they put out. But it leads me to ask, why didn't you just scrap Bray and then leave it at two? Like you've li- literally every set has been two. Has been two. Yeah. So it just seems like, why not just do that? Because they whatever. don't want to reduce the cost. I don't know. Uh, what else? Oh, we got some rumored, rumored, rumored. Rumored upcoming Mattel sets, um, basic 145, Gunter, Tiffany Stratton, that would be the first time in the line for her. Nice. Sami Zayn, Kane, Ludwig Kaiser, and he's going to get the chase, and I believe that would be the first figure for him as well. Uh, basic 146, you're going to get uh, Gunter's other guy, Giovanni Vinci. Kyle also have Bret Hart, Roman Reigns, Shayna Baszler, and Kevin Owens. Elite 107, Undertaker, Cora Jade, Solo Sokoa, Otis, Finn Balor, and Grayson Waller, who's also going to get a chase. Mm. And Elite 108, Brock Lesnar, Bronson Reed, Omos, LA Knight, Terry Gordy as the executioner, and Chelsea Green with the chase. Good stuff. It's a few things I need. It's a good selection. Absolutely. New arrivals. Got anything, sir? I, I got, got a couple micro, micro brawlers. Yes, I love it. You did too. <laughs> oh, I always like that. One's what a surprise. All right, one's a surprise. All right, we got, we got 
We got MJF. MJF. Did you order just the two sets? Yes. No chase? No chase. And Adam Cole, better than you, baby. And, ooh, Matt Cardona, Indie God. Yeah. Nice. How'd you come across an extra one of these guys? Um, I bought, I just bought an extra one because oh. I seen he had uh, put some up on his what site. Whatnot or something? Yeah. It wasn't even whatnot. It was just his like, <clears throat> website, Big Cartel or some shit. Nice. It's a good brawler. Yeah. I was like, that looks cool. I like it. So I was like, I'm going to get one. I'm not going to not get you one. Appreciate that. And then that. Uh, I also got the Gangrel Chase. Nice. I... People, prices have been reasonable. Would you pay? Yeah, I've been thirty people, bucks. Thirty five is what I saw, and I was like, I would jump on that for that. Yeah, not bad at all. What do you got? I got. I actually have a few things. <coughs> Since we last sat down, I got the. Did the pro wrestling crate come in, in the last time? We I talked? think we talked about okay. it uh, uh, at Sarah's because that's we talked about Gangrel the micro brawler there. I believe that's right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh. I did get my stuff from Zombie Sailor. Mm. I didn't get the full set of Series 2. I, For some reason, I thought I ordered um, Raven, Raven yeah. Gage, mm-hmm. and Brody. Okay. And I got Raven and two Nick Gages. And I went back, and that is what I ordered. Oh, although I didn't mean to weird. order that. <laughs> so, yeah, I have an extra Nick Gage, and I would love that Bruiser Brody, but it is what it is. I got the one of 200... Danhausen bobblehead. Oh, nice! Dog's great. It's a great freaking bobblehead. Yeah, that's perfect. I love it. Um, although once I saw what the prices were going for online, I'm like, I would sell this for that. Yeah, hundred bucks. Um, I saw it, one closed out for like 170. Damn. And it's like, yeah, I would take that right now for this. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> but at the same time, it is a very cool uh, piece. I also got. The big boss man, before he was a real piece of shit, Adam. Uh, blue <laughs> yep. shirt, nightstick, oh, Funko Pop from this isn't GameStop. Funko uh, tear gas edition? Or this. No, it doesn't come with a canister of tear gas or a, uh, you know, um, <laughs> a pot full of dog. Ga- a gas mask, <laughs> a pepper steak. A pepper steak. That's Monday, perfect. Monday, 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 Love it. Looks good. It does. I totally like it. Um, and then this, this is kind of what started the the real figure hunting for me. I would always check our local stuff for 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 items. Mm-hmm. Um, back when I started collecting the wrestling stuff, Toys R Us was still a thing, and it's right across the street from my work. So I'd pop in there, pop in Target, pop in Walmart, whatever. Pop in tags. Um, but it wasn't until this series of. <clears throat> Um, what were they? The flashbacks, the elite flashbacks, the series okay. with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It had Jake the Snake Roberts, King Harley Race, and uh, another one. I think it was like Ricky Steamboat or something. Mm. Um, but that was the first set since I had started collecting that it was something was fucked up with the distribution or something because you would just find them nowhere. And this is the first set that I ever like got in the car and I would drive you know, an hour to Milwaukee and hit up Go seven or eight stores or something to try, you know. T- so this is like the first figure I really tried to hunt down. And because of the fact that it was short packed, some people say it was like only released in Canada. Really? Um, the price tag on this guy was uh, three, four hundred dollars at times for the for the elite okay. Harley race. And they decided to do this elite greatest hit set. And the very the second series 
they put that King Harley race in there. Mm. And it's like, I'm not even really a Harley race guy. I am, but I, I couldn't it just point to great. a lot of matches or anything. Sure. Um, but this was the figure that kind of started the figure hunting in my head years ago. And it was one of those things where they had one of them. I think they had two of them. Is there a, there's a Shawn Michaels and a, and a Seth Rollins on there. Mm-hmm. They had two, those two on the pegs at target and Maverick was looking at the video games and a guy happened to walk by one of the target employees. And I asked him, you know, Hey, can you see if you have, I handed him like the Seth Rollins or whatever. I'm like, Hey, can you go see how many of these you have in stock and see, you know, if you have the Harley race one of that, he's like, if I scan that the number is going to be the same number for all of them. And I'm like, well, yeah, but can you just go look in that box? And like, right. And he's like, no. Oh, and I'm like, okay. Thanks Dick. So my daughter works at the Menards right next door to the target. And she goes there often like on her lunch break. I'm like, Hey, People were dicks to me there the other day. See if you could ask somebody and see what would happen. And she ended up getting it. Nice. It awesome. And she was so happy to. She's like, I can't believe it. I can't I believe it. it. I got it. I love it. Was, it. It was so funny. That's cool. Um, so it means more to me than just like yeah. a figure. There's and now it's a double lot of sentimental because you know uh, Michaela, Michaela found it. Yeah, yeah. It's just there's a lot that went into like a lot of man hours went into trying to find that figure and not wanting to spend money on it. Um, I've also gotten a shitload of Thunder Rosa cards from different what the funny thing is like i i guess i scroll whatnot and and like search out aew box breaks or something like that mm-hmm. and then like i don't realize when it's happening but i'll like throw a bid on there because you can pre-bid this stuff it's not right. like a live right. action thing right. and so like uh days later it'll be like i'll just get an inv- a random invoice or hey or whatnot hey, you're or shipped or whatever it's Boy, most one. of them are like you know six or seven bucks or something like that sure. just for the thunder rosa name um but one of them i did pull up um no maybe that was the pro wrestling was it the pro wrestling tees one that i had the the red out of 50 it was yes last yes, week last week yep that's Anyways, awesome so i didn't get anything like that i have not pulled an autograph yet or anything like that but those out of 50s are going for some bucks i don't know about the thunder rosa one but I, I saw an MJF one. Now, I understand that's not apples to apples comparison. Sure. But it's still an MJF out of 50 went for like 800 Holy shit. Cards are serious. It's wild. It is wild. But like anything else, there's there's a finite number of people that are like maybe completist on things. Oh, for sure. And those people will pay it. And then once those people have it, the the price just plummets. Sure. You know. Yeah, it'll drop. Yep. I think that's all I got. Yeah, just some random card lots and stuff. But yeah, I was oh, like, you got a pretty own. pretty sweet uh, Survivor Series set. Uh, kind of <laughs> did your own thing here. Yeah, we got the gobbly gooker. There could be only one um, Survivor of Survivor Series 1990. Trying to see if I can get a good photo of this. I'll put it on the uh, on the socials. On the socials. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, basically the gobbledy gooker has uh, cut off the Undertaker's head and shoved him in the egg. It's gone full leather face. <coughs> He's holding up uh, chainsaw, Charlie's chainsaw. You went turkey. Don't worry, face. Charlie. You'll get it back in a few. Right, yeah, in a few. It's, it's November. You're gonna get it back any day now, bud. Don't worry about it. It's cool. So we get to the stew. Stew it up. Stew it up. Stew it up. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. 
I, I've never seen that fellow yet. <clears throat> when you got the thing properly applied, that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red. What you want to chat about? Well, I uh, chatted with our friend Chris Ross. You did? I haven't seen or heard from him, and I've seen not hide nor hair of Chris Ross That's in a right. long time. I seen that he was live on his show uh, on Friday night, so I was like, well, I'll hop over there and see what's going on. And he was rolling solo. What time for is the, it in Scotland at like 9 p.m. our time? Uh, almost midnight. Oh, wow. I so we, we talked about that because, um, uh, yeah, he was going solo and then. Nat came in a little afterwards, and it was funny because he goes, uh, so he has one of those shows where people can um, request stuff. He'll sing songs, whatever, and they'll, like, they pay donate, him. Yeah. They donate, <clears throat> yes. And uh, so while he was talking, I didn't say hi or anything yet. Or maybe I, ju- I just started to, and he was like, oh, shit, I haven't talked to him forever. But, you know, And so he's talking, and uh, he goes, uh, oh, someone just bought the blackout. And I'm like, what's the blackout? And then he's like, you'll see what the blackout is. And then a couple of minutes later, like, it's it's like when the fiend used to show up. Okay. And it'd, like, go red, and then it'd, like, go all the way black. And then all of a sudden, it come back on, and, like, Chris is, like, right in the camera, down in JD. He's drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels, and then it go black again. And then it come back and show the fiend, and then he'd be over here. And just, I don't oh, know. That's it, funny. It cracked me up. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll be talking about the blackout on the podcast. <laughs> uh, he's also starting a podcast this week. Uh, or maybe next week, uh, the Dead End Wrestling Podcast. Nice. Derp. Derp. I spelled it out, and he's like, nope, it's wrestling with an R. It's derp. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. But then he, like, went off. You're like, dupe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, he went off on this thing. He's like, well, this is going to be for nobody but Adam. But uh, um, that's all he always does He went back and showed. He's like, if you're on my Patreon, you've seen this before, but I don't care, whatever. And he showed me all this footage of when he went, and uh, they surprised Matt and Vince at the anniversary show. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. Like a whole, it was probably twenty minutes long, dude. Like or something like that. And he, wow! It was like, oh, it was it was fun to check in. So, yeah, I watched a little of that. That was fun. Love, love me some Chris Ross. Yeah, I can't wait to. Hopefully, they'll get back over to the states sometime. It'd be fun. We'll get to hang again, or maybe we'll go there. We'll clash a castle. I don't. Dude, know. there we go. You never know. Um, Deathmatch, Jake match of the week. Oh, yeah. Chat about that first. DDP versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Halloween Havoc 1997 in a Las Vegas death match. Or I think it was Vegas death match. Something like that. Um, it was fun. I, I definitely dug it. This is one of those where I just was like, I don't know where it was on the card. I'm going to play the son of a bitch. Mm. And, like, pay-per-view starts off <clears throat> pretty hot, actually. Um I think the first, yeah, the first match was Yuji Nagata versus Ultimo Dragon. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And then. <laughs> wow. I know. It gets. I want to guess that. Guess what else you're not going to guess? Chris Jericho versus Gato. I did see that when I was going through. I was like, no shit. And then you had Eddie Guerrero versus Ray in that banger. Right. Classic. Um, classic. classic. Matt Classic. Check that out if you've never seen that. But yeah. Um, and then it just, and then it falls off a fucking cliff. <laughs> because the match after, the match that follows Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, 1997, title versus mask. You're gonna, you look like you want to take a crack at it. I'm just thinking of the guys in the roster at the time. Yeah. Just tell me. Okay. Um, 
Mongo versus Alex Wright. <laughs> oh, I almost guessed Wonder King. <laughs> Wonder King. Then we got Disco Inferno versus Jacqueline. Disco is also in my head. <laughs> Leveled off a little bit. We got Ric Flair versus Kurt Henning. Scott Hall versus Lex Luger. Yep. And then uh, and I then we got the recommendation. And then I watched entrances for the for the main event, which was Hogan Piper in the cage. Yep. But I didn't watch the whole match. The DDP match and Savage, I mean, it was fun. And, of course, we got the fuckery at the end with the right. fake. That was the debut of Fake Sting, though, that right? Was, I, it had to be, right? So they, 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 I don't know, though. They did a promo where um, Hogan, Bischoff saying that he's not going to, Hogan's not going to wrestle tonight unless they're, they're 100% that Sting is banned from the building or whatever. Is this when JJ came out? This was done in, like, a backstage thing. Okay. JJ and Bishop, Bishop, or JJ did something, and Bischoff was all pissed off. You can't do that. You don't have the authority. And JJ's like, I got the paperwork. Right there. Maybe whatever. that was that. <laughs> they do like to open up those pay per views with like an interview in the aisle. Yeah, that's what that it might. Was. Yeah, I think okay. that was okay. it. Okay, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it was. It was fun though. I mean, the, the the match itself was. I mean, it was. I can't like point to anything where I'm like, oh, that was awesome or that was awesome. Honestly, it was outside the of my ring f- a lot. Yeah, like the a lot of the match because it was a death match. Well, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Honestly, maybe my favorite part of the the whole match was listening to Dusty Rhodes on commentary. Is fucking very nice. He's choking him with an extension cord. He's choking <laughs> him with an extension cord. Like he's got to like say everything three times. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. There's some other ones. I wish I would have written them down because I would get down here and watch that shit and, and like legit laugh out loud sitting by myself with some of that Dusty Road stuff. It was good. We had Raven and the flock in the crowd when they went yep. through. Um, we had, yeah, Savage grabbed a camera at one point and it I did like fired on yeah. him and he, he gets it instead. Savage's uh, elbow drop, still nothing oh better. Oh my God, so good. Um, the reason I'm thinking maybe it wasn't the debut of the fake sting, I, it just seemed to get dismissed so quick. Like they're like, I'm not buying that for a second. That's not Sting or something. I don't know. You and think then they they'd said, be going a little more at, shit like, on it. They said something after, like, look at the boots. That was Hulk Hogan or whatever. Mm. I didn't think it was Hulk Hogan. Fuck no, it wasn't Hulk Hogan. <laughs> It doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I don't know. I dug it, and I like. It was good. I like that we did the month of Halloween havoc. It was. It was really fun. Maybe we'll come up with a theme again soon. But let's. Uh, until then, we'll we'll get Deathmatch Jake's recommendation for this week. Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison, and this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, wrestling fans. We're back with another match recommendation. And this week, we have quite the banger. As we're going to YouTube for free, and we're checking out the five wrestlings, Masato Tanaka versus the bounty hunter, Brian Keith. And we know, we're going to keep the hashtag sign, Brian Keith, AEW going, because that guy is incredible. He's getting praises from Brian Danielson, and he takes to the war with Masato Tanaka. Can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about it. Like I said, check it out for free on YouTube. Check me out on Twitter at AppPureDad, YouTube at AppPureDad, and now I'm on TikTok. Let's go! All right. Fired up this week, Jake. I love to hear yeah. it. Yeah. We are just saying how awesome the bounty hunter is. We were, yeah, before the show started. Um... Yes, Bounty Hunter Brian Keith, he's fucking great. What else do you want to chat about, sir? I basically just have AEW stuff written down. I did watch NXT Halloween Havoc Night 2. Oh, I saw some clips. Um, Fell asleep during the main event. That's not to say it wasn't good. I was just tired. Yeah, that happens. Um, 
I did. I finally saw the pinhead costume of. How did that was really good, right? Yeah, that was very good. I mean, it's a little 1986 according to Chelsea, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Chelsea had never seen that fucking movie. She would have had no idea what that was. Right. She was probably like two. Yeah. Came, <laughs> maybe after that, actually. She no, like she a, was not born yet. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Um, SmackDown was pretty fun. Like I said, it was back at Milwaukee. There was uh, Logan. Logan Paul was there. Uh, he uh, punched Sucker Punch Ray. Some bullshit. Oh, yeah. They're battling uh, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And did you see how the start of that, like Logan, whatever his last like boxing thing was, he called out Rey Mysterio on, on that. Oh, wow. So I was like, that's some cool crossover. Yeah. You know? I, like, I want the U.S. title. <laughs> like, what do you, you know, what's up next for you? Oh, for the U.S. title? Yeah. I'll put the belt on that man. Might as well. The Maverick. Um, And then it was funny because he's backstage and like KO's like looking at Logan Paul, like whatever. And uh, <laughs> say well, what you want, man. Every time he's gotten the chance, he's... Every he's time delivered. he gets to take a swing, he doesn't miss. Yeah. Um, eh, but tonight, KO didn't miss. He, um, uh, Logan just kind of looks at him and he's like, that's a whack shirt and keeps walking. And then uh, Austin and uh, uh, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller were like down the hall and they're like cracking up. And they're like, ah, you get this by Logan. Like that, giving him the business and shit. And uh, KO's like, I'll punch, I'll throw one punch and I'll knock both of you guys out. And then Jamie Noble like breaks it all up and they're like, Oh, we got, you know, da, da. and then like a couple of minutes, like seconds later, they're like, what a jerk. And then KO runs back and seriously throws one punch and hits them both. Yeah. And drops them. He's like, I told you. That was fantastic. <laughs> it was fun. Um, and then, yeah, we had the LA Knights in yeah. a, just walks down the aisle during the whole uh, Roman presentation, which was fantastic. Just like shoulder bumps him walking down, like right by him. Like, no, I'm taking this. Doesn't acknowledge him on on the on the walk down. And then, um, do you know what the suffering succotash thing is? Isn't it from uh, the Sylvester the Cat? Right. Um, did like <laughs> there's something other than that? Yeah. Did Roman do that in FCW or, or FCW? There... He was like a warrior. His name was Layaki. Okay. I don't know. LA Knights brings up what you you know something about him doing the suffering succotash, and that got a big fucking. It's like it was yeah. Oh, oh okay. we're shooting. We're shooting. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's gonna be fun. It's good for LA Knight. I mean, obviously he's not gonna. You have leukemia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I just opens with that. Yeah. Whoa! I title the episode that, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, let's <laughs> um, I also watched yeah AWs. Yeah, maybe not Rampage. I can never keep up. I watched them all. Did you see Mike Santana versus Ortiz? Oh wait, yeah, that I was told, Rampage. I, I did Rampage. the same thing. I, watched, yeah, I was, was like, fun. I don't know if I watched Rampage. They should and run then I looked back. at the results. I think they should run that back. Oh, they're going to run that back. That was fun. <clears throat> um, we'll start off with Dynamite, though. MJF versus Juice kicked things off for that Dynamite Diamond ring. He retains Maxwell Jacob Friedman. What was that four or five times he's kept that kept that ring? Yeah, it's got a streak going. You know what would be cool? Well, maybe not. I don't know, but hear me out. If Because the ring is almost like a championship. Mm-hmm. If you were, If it was legal... You had the ring. You get to use it. You get to use it. I like that. And so like every match, like everybody, everybody would know that you have this unfair advantage coming in, but it's something to watch out for. I don't know. Yeah. It's like an, uh, an asterisk. Yeah. You know, you could be like, oh, motherfucker's got the ring. And you should have to defend it more. Like you should have yeah, to defend it. Yeah, it should be. Def- eh, maybe that's what. 
I do kind of like the once a year thing. And they have too many titles as it is. This would be like another title by proxy. That is true. Also, if if you were able to use it every match, the thing would look like the Money in the Bank briefcase by the end of the year. Like it's one of those Little stones are like flying out of it. And yeah, shit. it's all like busted up and dented and shit. I do like that. Though. I do too. <laughs> um. Yeah. What else did we have? We had uh. Um. The, de- oh, oh, the, the devil. devil mask thing. We still don't know who's that. That's got to get paid off soon, right? I would think full gear. Yeah. Hook and Rob Van Dam defeated Silver and Reynolds. Fun match. Yeah. Um, I just saw that RVD uh, is going to be the opponent for Matt Riddle's first. Uh, Indy? Yep. Where's that at? Do you know? Battle Creek, Michigan. I don't know. Big time wrestling, it's called. Mm. Whoever that is. Mm. Interesting. We'll yeah. check it out. Um, <clears throat> what else do we see? Oh, Hung Bucks defeated Hardy Party. Yep. Um, Swerve, the little breaking and entering. The town <laughs> the geek goes. That was fucked up. They need to give Paige a raise. Was like, his whole house looked like about 600 square feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that, was, that was good. <laughs> That's a mansion in Virginia, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was creepy with the kid and stuff. Yeah, like, whoa, very buddy, creepy. easy. You're, you're getting dark on us. Uh, yep. Talking to the kiddo. Yeah, cutting a promo on that baby. Yeah. Then uh, Hikaru Shida defeated Ruby Soho. Blackpool Combat Club. Danielson and Claudio defeated Okada and Orange Cassidy in the main event. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> they, there was a that uh, Jericho and Renee. Oh yeah. And Jericho's got. Oh, I got big friends too. I'm oh yeah, gonna I'm gonna call one. one. Do you, I? Th- I was thinking about it last night because I'm like. I don't know, like, some big fucker that's out that's not, like... Oh, already. you don't? Have you heard of the great Kali? Yes. <laughs> yes. The Punjabi Playboy yeah, just shows up. call the Punjabi Playboy up. One punch. You think Orange Punch has got Who that. do you think it is? I think it might be Big Show. <laughs> oh, that would be such a letdown. I know, be but so look at mad. the history, dude. Jericho, Jer- 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 right? I was like, oh, I wonder. Because that'd be. You're probably that, right. That'd be easy. It's two on the nose. Yeah. And it's like, I well, bet I, you it is. Yeah. See, I think I, I think I cried. People are going to be not happy with that. <laughs> It'd be nice. Well. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call them. Sorry, it's the big show. <laughs> but it's the big show tonight. <laughs> Maybe they'll swerve it and he'll come out and then somebody else cooler will. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's Big Bill. <laughs> yeah god damn it yeah not a lot of giants left there's not they've cured uh whatever the agromeglia right <laughs> that no might they be, just live forever that might be way off and they look skinnier than me yeah. this is bullshit <laughs> uh what else big show us abs i want to talk about the end of that that tag match where they say that Brian Danielson suffers this broken orbital bone. Mm. It just seemed weird. The whole ending seemed weird. It seemed like nothing was phasing him until the match was over. And then it was like gangbusters on him. Like they do in like a new Japan match where they're, you know, right. c- coming to his aid. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, I, I thought it was a work, but I don't now It seems like it's not. And he's going to be out for a while, but you're right. Some, like he said, he's going to be out till 2024. Well, they said he's out for the remainder of 2023. Okay. So I guess that means he could go into 2024. But the the time, like, we're coming close to the end of 2023 yeah, already. It's only two <clears throat> 60 months. 60 days or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So if I would assume, I mean, where I come from, 
if you get a, you know, if King Mabel drops a leg on you and breaks your face, there we go. You're out for, you know, six to eight months and you come back with a Phantom of the Opera mask. That's true. And if he's not wearing at least that Cody Rhodes gimmick, and if, I'm going to be pissed. Right. He's got to, yeah, we got to get that going. Get him a goat mask. Um, like I said earlier, maybe he's got Rogers, uh, Aaron Rogers, yeah. doctor. So maybe he's, he's like, gonna go dark and get most, some ayahuasca. There we go. We'll go, yeah, we'll do some dark treatment. You know, he loves holistic medicine. Yeah, that's like the best from what I've heard. <laughs> and from he's that gonna, fucking what is what is uh McGinnis keep calling him a fucking uh crab picker or what the what's the term? No, it's like a clam digger, clam digger. <laughs> crab picker, <laughs> crab picker, clam digger, same difference. So that yeah, well, I mean, if he's only out sixty days, he'll be back for New Year's Res- Revolution. Yeah, who knows. <laughs> We'll just By the way, you're really right about that. I think every revolution took place in March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, pretty sure it's January. Um, do, you, do people keep saying that there's CM Punk teasers in a lot of things that WWE is doing? I've not been watching WWE television, so I can confirm nor deny, but have you noticed anything? No. And I've read some of the references and like, I'm like, I I didn't get that. I don't. I don't know. But I didn't come back until he. I didn't start watching again until he came back. Right, Cena. Right, because there's weird shit about puppets. Like somebody said something about puppets. Michael somebody Cole. said that they could like see his face in one of the like crown jewel or whatever, mm. uh, like the like the clouds or something. I don't. Really? I don't. See, fucking I think know. they're reaching. I do too. I think they're reaching. But I would not be shocked if he comes out at the Rumble. I don't think he comes back before that. Yeah. Well, Survivor Series Chicago, but you don't need to do that. Yeah, I don't think so. You know so. what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like he shows up anywhere. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Plus, it's like, you have to ask yourself, do you want, do you want, is he going to move the needle enough for buys and stuff? Probably, to be I honest so. with you. Um, so do you want to promote it like they did with Cody Rhodes saying he's coming back at the Rumble? Right. You know what I mean? Instead right. of the surprise. Yeah. I love the surprise, but I get from he business standpoint. He had the standpoint. surprise. At, no, he had the surprise at Mania. Yeah. Cody had That's the surprise right. at Mania. That's right. He announced he was coming back at Royal Rumble and then came out 30, which so everybody fucking knew who number 30 was. Oh, I gotcha. After he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. After the hematoma or whatever. Yes. Gnarly Pekka. It was spectacular. Spectacular. What think a spectacular showing at Hell in the Cell. Maybe this is. Yeah, maybe this is their answer to the the Tyson in the nine in the in the Monday Night Wars. Like, we'll get punk. I don't know, dude. I just feel like after the whole lawsuit shit, I don't see it happening. I wouldn't want. I don't know. I feel like eight, I don't know. It's more trouble than it's worth. It definitely seems. That's what it seems like. Um, but you can't deny that the the man has a fan base. Oh, I agree. But we saw Tony Khan's eyes when he got out that chair. And he sat down and he looked at us and said he needed to have a chat. Yeah, it was that he collision. He was in fear of his life. Remember the guy next to us? Like, it was real to him, damn it. Oh, hell yeah, it was. <laughs> Did we ever talk about how he was like, oh, my only other shirt. I only brought the Punk shirt. They're going to kill me. So now I'm <laughs> fucked for tomorrow. And I'm like, that's 24 hours from now. And you know there's Walmarts and shit all like... You could purchase another shirt. Yeah. I saw you drink 10 beers. You have the money. <laughs> yeah, right? you could even take that money and get an AEW shirt that's not a CM Punk one. You'd be all right. I think pal. he did that. <laughs> the next day, he got an AEW shirt from the stand. <clears throat> Funny, though. It's good stuff. Um, 
Rampage, yeah, kicked off. Kicked off. The no pride. En- no entrances. The powerful. I like how... Uh, Explode. A lot of times the no entrances thing, like when they go right into it, it kind of irks me. I, like Some of those guys, I think, deserve the entrance. Yeah. And gals. Um, but when they come on live and it's just those two staring each other down, I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. Yeah. And then Ortiz is like, your first shot's free. I always, I always love a give me a first shot Fuck for yeah. free. And Ortiz got worked over pretty good in this match. Like yeah, it's, I agree. it's obvious that Santana's where they want to go. Mike. But I really think you, you've heard that they're not on good terms like in real life, but I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, Seems they're on a, they're on at least good enough terms where they're going to work together. They, you know, yeah, Santana yeah. did an outside dive and 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 Ortiz caught him just fine. Like, right. if it was something like you really hated, you just not work with that guy. True, you know, cash um, rules everything. So it would be cool if if they had this war and it leads because they're a good ass tag team. I love but that. They tag got team. lost in the shuffle. They did. And if this could lead to them reuniting with a little spark. Would be cool. Yeah, maybe this is what they need. You know, it would be awesome. Fight it out and become better for it. And then we didn't talk about this on it was on Dynamite, but Tony Khan's big fucking present to Sting, dude. Oh, you get to babysit the Nature Boy for the next few months. <laughs> so Ric Flair's like, brother, if you'll have me, I'm gonna come with you to, for the ride or whatever. I was worried that he was gonna be the last match, and I was like, so, oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He promised. Yeah. I was worried about that, so I'm like, I don't know if. Well, I you guess... might as well write a promise from Ric Flair in Invisible Ink. True. You know. Yeah. Ask uh, Carrie Silken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ask Michael Bukikio, who he owes like 30 grand to, too. Jesus. Yeah. Th- Allegedly. I don't know. Don't st- it was a cool moment, though. It I, was fine. I, I, lo- I liked it. I was like, eh, this is But when he's cool. like, Stinger. <laughs> I, I immediately I, thought of when he's you. Like- <laughs> and, and your, your yeah. TNA impact yes. comment. or. You, when you said you're just flipping the channels and you weren't watching, and you're like, oh, TNA, I've never seen I hadn't this. watched wrestling in like five years. Right, and then so you, you click on it, and it's Flair running through the backstage at TNA, yelling out, Stinger! And he's like, these motherfuckers are still at it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's like, I'm going to come with you for the ride for the next couple months. One thing I didn't get about it was like when they went back and Sting's trying to like ramp, you know amp up Edge. Like, come on, you know Christian's full of shit. Let's, you know. <laughs> He's like, he's like, me and you got a lot of history. And I'm like, I'm like I don't, do you? Do we? Not? I'm like, oh. He's like, I've known you since you're this big or something. And I was like, is there something we don't know? But I don't think so. I think he, I that might have just came out. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because they never yeah. would have had history. They, <laughs> the timelines don't match up, man. No, they don't. Um, back to Rampage. There was a, oh, Kip Sabian's running down whatever sports team, Philadelphia, because they had just the Phillies had just crapped out of the uh, NLCS the night before. Heel move. <clears throat> but Mark Briscoe returns. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I was stoked to see him. Um, fatal four-way match for the ladies, won by Abaddon. I was happy very about shocking. that, too. I was, I was rooting for <clears throat> For them. That's right. Um Apparently, they hadn't been on TV for 740 days or something like that. No shit. That's a lot. But yeah, time. come back, win that fatal four way against uh, three people that I would have probably picked um, ahead of them to win. Yeah, I didn't think she was winning. So when, when she did, it was a, a pleasant surprise. What is going on with Luth- Luther 
Luther's with Timeless Tony Storm. He's the butler, dude. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad they found something for him to do. I like him. Because all he does, all I ever see him do is come out on AEW Dark with Serpentico. Yeah. Back when that was, I don't know where those matches are gone now, but yeah. like the last time I went to a show, he still was out there with Serpentico. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, or did, was he with... Remember I talked about like the witches or something. I'm like, didn't Brandy Rhodes have a thing? She had like the Nightmare Collective. Yes, that I did. Tried. Yeah, that's so. That's what that was. And I don't remember. I don't think he was a part of that. But Melanie Cruz was. Or something, I right? I think he was a yeah, part. of Okay, that. there we go. All right, because yeah, that that's the only other thing I've really seen him do. But yeah, you're right. Otherwise, he was just tagged up with him, and they were called. They had a name, but it was yeah, it wasn't very good. No, yeah, it was like the something or yeah, I don't know. Um. Takeshita, Kyle Fletcher, great match. And then afterwards, it looked like Kyle did join the Don Callis family finally, possibly. Oh, I loved it. Me too. Um, Collision, we'll run through this really quick. We're already running a little late. Uh, Jay White defeated AR Fox to open things up. Loved it. AR and Fox in a while. No, and he's uh, good. He is good. Um, then there's a couple squashes on this show. The Guns squashed the boys. Yeah. Karushita and Abaddon had a Fright Night fight, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, for the AEW Women's Championship, Abaddon already already dressed up like a creepy, creepy person, so she doesn't really need to dress up. But Sheeta dressed up as uh, Ada Wong from Resident Evil, which is cool. Oh, I was wondering where I saw that. From. Yeah, got it. The little slit in the dress yeah. and like the holster and shit. She did a that's, great job. That's a great, yeah, I loved it. That makes sense now. Um, uh, what else do I got here? Samoa Joe squashed Rhett Titus. Rhett Titus oh, still not, around. I hate seeing Rhett Titus on my TV. The unless he's getting sl- express squashed by Samoa <laughs> Joe. Rhett Titus looks like he has eight more teeth in his mouth than he should have. I'm gonna have to borrow some. <laughs> Oh, my God. What else? There was another squash. Oh, Claudio squash hot sauce Tracy Williams. Kenny and MJF, man, that match freaking ruled. Yeah. Um, that was very fucking good. It was so good. That power bomb to the table was fantastic. Yes. I did not. Okay. I completely thought shenanigans were going to happen. Yeah, no shenanigans. None at all. None at all. I like it. And I, you know what I really liked? I liked this concept of... You don't need to do it for everybody, but when somebody has a good streak like that, I like the fact that he's like, I I deserve to defend my streak. Yeah. And like, JF's like, and, and you're like right. cut you off from beating it. I think that's a cool concept. I do too. Um, and you couldn't be like, you know, like the guns, they come on, uh, or I'm sorry, Billy Gunn, the acclaimed. Every time they come on, we've been AEW trios champions for 69. 16 days. I'm like, who fucking cares? Now they're up to, yeah, 69 or whatever. But they've been doing this shit since it's like, we've been trios since champions they won. for four days. Right, it's yes. Like, okay. Yeah, that's so, great. No, if that's your streak, fuck off. But <laughs> if you have a streak that's like, maybe if your streak is the streak. It, yeah, if it's going to beat the record, I mean, then whether that's. And you get the crack at it. Gunther or, or whatever. I mean, like they get to dig up Bruno San Martino <laughs> if he gets close, if Roman gets close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rules are rules. I'm sorry. I heard he was cryogenically frozen (laughs) for this moment. We're going to thaw him out. out. How many microwaves you got in this arena? (laughs) (laughs) We ask him what he wants to eat, and he, like, mentions some fucking chain restaurant that's been gone for 40 years. (laughs) Or some steakhouse in Manhattan that's been bulldozed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like... 
<laughs> Did Reagan win the war on the drugs or? <laughs> I don't think he even passed that long ago. Yeah, I was trying we're, to. I, we're just running him down. I went Nixon first in my we're, head. I'm like, shitting all over really, Bruno San Martino. We're going to get letters. Yeah, send your hate mail to uh, go fuck yourself at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh man You think we should uh, Wrap this thing up I think I'm It mad. doesn't matter What you think <laughs> Damn it he got me <laughs> Try I to look, get you Once an episode I look but, forward To the daddy uh, Wham wham Big boss man But yeah. Get on by Dwayne It sucks <laughs> <laughs> Alright man Let's land this Fucking plane Alright Follow us on social medias uh, Everywhere And also oh, At Dorkside OTR there, thank you. And then um, also, they did announce tonight that uh, Myron Reed is, versus is going to face Alex Kane at the Thanksgiving Throwdown at the Janesville Wrestling Alliance day before Thanksgiving, there we go. Wednesday night. Got nothing going on Turkey Day the next day. Glenn Aaron, uh, Celtic House. Celtic. There we go. Celtic House. There we go. I wanted to get that in. And then uh, hell yeah, yeah. I think that's about it. Survey says another one for the good guys. Reach for the sky, boy.